Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do a podcast, man. Let's friggin' go, baby. This is our uh, last podcast before December. So uh, look out. Uh, what a show we have. Chock full of stuff. You ever seen a crop circle? We're going to be talking about UFOs and the crop circles they make. Look out. Um, we'll be discussing the Ashton and Demi divorce. Uh, TV dinners. Have you ever made yourself a TV dinner? I think it's safe to say you have. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, the chemicals in food that we ingest. Yeah, yummy. Um, and speaking of food, how about a happy food, Baskin-Robbins? We're going to be talking about ice cream. And then somebody's going to be calling in. I'm not happy about it here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. Ow! What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, 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 it's Harlan Williams, and you're heading home for dinner after a long day of work, grueling over the desk. You're going home for dinner. What are you going to have? A nice roast beef, a prime rib, a steaming hot bowl of pasta, <gasps> some nice beef stroganoff, pheasant under glass. No, you know what you're having. You're having a microwave dinner. Ha, ha. You're just like me, aren't you? <laughs> don't know how to cook. Don't have time. Because you got to sit down and watch Lost or American Idol or something. Who's got time to cook? Who goes home to a nice dinner anymore? Ah! If you're not at the drive-thru, you got the microwave going. You're, you're, you got the microwave on, don't you, George Jetson? Oh, yeah, because it looks so good. When you're walking through the grocery store, you go through that frozen food aisle. Every box just has the most beautiful photographs we've ever seen. I mean, who's taking these photographs of food? They could make a rotting buffalo look tasty. Huh? They could make a pile of caribou dung look delicious. Put a little parsley on it and some garnish. Ah! I want that photographer to do my wedding pictures. The guy that does the microwave food packaging pictures. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a 9,000-star 9, 9, chef cooked that stuff, doesn't it? You pick it up. Oh, my God. Look at this. Look at this tuna casserole. Wow. Look at that. Succulent, delicious. I got to have this in my belly. And then your fingers get stuck to the frozen box and you're shaking. Get off of there. Ow. Ooh, you get the freezer burn. So you get home and you open that beautiful box. The box itself probably costs more than the food you're about to eat. You take it out. You're like, wait a minute. This thing looks like a pile of frozen moose droppings. And it's got a wrapper over it. Okay, well, maybe when I heat it up for... What is it? Two and a half minutes? It'll go from frozen pile of vomit 
to the beautiful picture I saw on the cover. Yes, it has to. Hit that button. Oh, wait, you forgot to put the little slit in the top because that's what chefs do, don't they? They cut a little slit in the top of the frozen pile of moose vomit. Yeah. There you go. Take your knife out and OJ that that TV dinner. Start it up again. Okay. Beep, beep, beep. Two minutes. I'm a chef. You pull it out. Went from frozen moose vomit to steaming hot moose vomit. Yeah. Never looks good. Never really tastes that good. Hey, but you're full with a shrimp scampi in your belly. Eat it up, people. Eat it up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you got to wonder what's in those things, man. You know what I'm hooked on lately? Uh, The Kraft Dinner, the the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, they've made these little individual bowls. And, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's almost like you might as well just, like, go to, like, a car parts store and buy, like, window washer fluid and antifreeze fluid and, you know, battery acid and whatever else you can find and just pour it into a cup and shake it and drink it. They got these uh, craft dinners in the individual cups, and they're so easy to make. You know, normally when you make your craft dinner, you know, you got to, you know, pour it out and boil it, and it, it takes a while, like seven or eight minutes. But this thing, you don't even take it out of the cup. You just peel the lid. You put water up to the water line. You shove it in the microwave for three and a half minutes. Pull it out. Pour the cheese mix right into the bowl. Oh, you're eating. It's a chemical cocktail, and it tastes great, sort of, kind of. But you know while you're eating it, you're like, what is this stuff? Like, if you believe God made everything... God made the veggies and gave us the cows to eat and the organic plants. And, you know, what is this stuff? The powdered cheese and the the noodles before you even put water in them. There's this white powder on them. I guess it's to help them cook or something. I mean, it's just, it's out and out scary. It's out and out scary. And you're going, what, what am I putting in my body? What is my, how is my body reacting? When 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 the the great Almighty Being put our bodies together to function and work and process food growing out of the ground, at what point did he think that we'd be shoving uh, you know these chemicals and colors and additives and all this into our body? How how is our body even tolerating it? It's so out of context. It's like if you looked at a cow and you go, okay, what does a cow eat? Grass. Okay? So picture a cow eating grass for its whole life. Every day it goes out and eats grass. Why? Because that's what a cow is supposed to eat. Grass. Okay? So now cut to picture a cow standing on a street corner eating um, empty plastic water bottles and um, paper clips, and, uh, you know, drinking Kool-Aid, and, uh, you know, maybe uh, some processed cheese or something. You see how out of context, it's like that stuff, 
should never go into a cow. You would be like, no, why would you put that into a cow? Why cows don't eat that? Why would a cow? Well, that's what we're doing. We're like putting these foreign, weird things into our bodies that, uh, you know, we're probably never meant to go there. But then the other side of the argument is you go, wow, damage, damage, you're going to die. But then if you look, people are lasting longer and longer. People are getting older and older and older. More and more people are living into their 90s, into their 100s. And you go, well, wait a minute. Is it is this stuff really that horrible? Is it really that bad? Maybe it's all right. Maybe that's what's keeping us going. I don't know. But uh, food for thought. And good luck with it, because I got to tell you, some of the stuff we're putting in our bodies, it looks like it comes from another world. Warning, citizens of Earth. You are being taken over by alien life forms. Warning. Warning. Man, aliens. Anybody believe in aliens? Seen a UFO? Huh? Unidentified flying object? Woo! Anybody been sucked up by a tractor beam? Crop circles. Ooh, anybody seen those? Are those really aliens doing that? They're so bored, they just come down and do donuts in our corn. Yeehaw! We're doing some alien space donuts! Yeehaw! Nobody hears them in the middle of the night. They're like bombing around in their UFO. Is that like a GTO? Huh? Is that like an outer space hot rod? Like, they're pretty intelligent. I mean, they're living out in the galaxy somewhere. They got these spaceships. They flew all the way across the galaxy to make some little shapes. What is this? Arts and crafts? This is a Martha Stewart planet? And then we go into the field and we make some wonderful round shapes, geometric shapes, and all kinds of funny patterns and designs. Really goes good with any planet you might have hanging around in the intergalactic solar system. Just wonderful addition. I mean, get real, they're aliens. You think they're that dumb that they'd go down into the corn where Stephen King's Children of the Corn are hiding? They get down, they start doing their donuts, and all of a sudden Malachi shows up. (laughs) Aliens ain't dumb enough to walk into Children of the Corn country. Right? They're burning around, making their funny little shapes, and all of a sudden the jolly green giant appears. Ho, ho, ho. I'm greener than you. Look at my niblets. Ho, ho, ho. Are you kidding me? Those little wide-faced aliens saw the jolly green giant. They think they'd probably seen God. Jolly green giant. So keep your eyes open, people for aliens, outer space beings. You're about to get probed. Unless, of course, you're driving a probe. And then you've already been probed, baby. The minute you drove it off the lot, you got probed right up the crop circle, my friend. Keep it safe. Don't get sucked into a tractor beam. Get home on the Harland Highway. 
Yeah, weird stuff. And uh, you know what else is weird? This is weird. I, I think I told you uh, in the summer, um, and you, you all know about this going on, the big divorce with Ashton and Demi, Demi Moore. And I, I told you that I was up at their house in the summer for a dinner party, and uh, we had a great time. And, um, and you know, we hung out all night, and we played games, and we had a little wine, and we had dinner, and, and it was just a good, good old time. And, uh, you know, looking back on it, it makes me sad because, you know, here I was, I think when I was talking about them uh, in the summer, I talked about what a cool couple I thought they were. And not that I don't think they're still cool, they are, but... It's just sad. It's it's sad to uh, it's sad to to see uh, something like that dissolve. And uh, you know, it's uh, they were very lovey dovey, and uh, they were they were um, you know they seemed to have a really good chemistry and a good vibe. And uh, just to see it fall apart is uh, is odd. But what I don't like is how. Right away, the uh, the media is beating up on Ashton. All right, I remember like three days after it was announced, I read some article in USA Today where it's like, um, you know, uh, oh Ashton Kutcher, uh, psychologically, uh, ever since he took on the role of Charlie Sheen in uh, A Few Good Men or whatever that, uh, Two Boys and a Baby or whatever the hell that show is. He's psych because he's an actor. He psychologically adopted the the character's role, and he became uh, full of bad behavior. And he he assumed the identity of of the Charlie Sheen character, and everything went to pot. Oh, what a load! What a load! You know, and and just attacking him and blaming him, and you know, in in every relationship, it, it's just. It's a dissolving of two people, you know. And, yes, in any relationship, one person could be way worse than the other. But at some level, something dissolves the whole thing. And it takes two. So I was just uh, sad to see them break apart. They were kind of one of those uh, standout couples where, you know, to be honest, when you heard about it at the beginning, you thought the odds were against it right out of the gate because he was like a kid and she was like, you know, an older, (coughs) mature woman, excuse me. And, um, so you're kind of like, huh, what, you know, this can't work or can it, you know? And then after I spent time with them, I I was happy about it. I was like, wow, this can work. And, uh, and then, and then, uh, you know, it's gone. Another one gone. And a lot of people listening probably like, who cares? And I guess, you know, I, I care to the point that I spend time with them and it, it's a little more personal than, than um, you know, than just gossip to me. I mean, I, I, I only spent the one time with, with Ashton and Demi, but I had spent time with Ashton prior to that many times. And, uh, you know, he did the old punked thing on me and... And he's a good kid. He's a smart kid. And uh, so anyways, um, don't believe all the crap you read about them. Um, and, uh, you know, wherever both of them are, we wish them well. It's never easy uh, losing someone you love, especially when it's dragged under the spotlight. 
uh, of the public eye, public scrutiny. And, uh, you know, imagine your own breakup, how painful your own breakup was or is. I mean, I don't know that there's anything worse. And imagine, uh, apply what they have to go through to you. Imagine if all your dirty laundry was thrown on the front page of the paper, talked about on the news, and then on top of it, most of it was completely inaccurate and false. I mean, add that to the already crushed feelings you're having inside, and uh, I think you get the picture. So best of luck to them, and uh, golly, I hope you're not going through anything like that. Um so there you go. Let's uh, let's move on to something a little cheerier, shall we, gang? God. <laughs> Listen to me, cheery little whistle on me, huh? Like everything's perfect in the world. Okay, yeah, I'm feeling good. But how about you? Did you have a good day? Maybe not. Maybe you got fired, huh? You ever get fired from work and you feel lousy and you think the whole world should feel lousy with you? Sometimes people just don't care. Just want to make yourself happy, go for some ice cream, some Baskin-Robbins ice cream. That'll take the worry of the world off your shoulders, right? Everyone cares there in ice cream land. Well, why don't we test the theory? I'm going to give old Baskin-Robbins a call and see how they feel about me getting fired. Here we go. Hello, Baskin Robbins? Hello? Yes? I just lost my job today and I need some ice cream to cheer me up. Do you have any exciting new flavors? What flavor? Exciting new ones? Like rainbow or... Yeah, we have rainbow and the rock and pops. Rock and pops? Yes, it's the new one. It's very popular. It's popular. What's in it? Like hazelnuts and cashews and chocolate chips and whatnot? No, nothing in it. Oh. Wouldn't have any tips for a new job in it, would it? Green-colored grape sherbet and purple-colored green apple sherbet. A lot of this popping candy. Oh, like Pop Rocks? Yeah. Do you think it'll cheer me up? I just lost my job today. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I just need some new exciting flavor to cheer me up. We also have Jamaica Almond. Jamoka Almond? Yes. My boss's last name was Jamoka. I don't know if I want that one. Uh, you should have seen him. He just walked right into my office and said, you're done. I was there for four years and he just fired me. Now all I want is some exciting new flavors. Ice cream. You can go here and test every new item. Do you have chocolate chip or anything? Yes. Do you have any flavor with razor blades in it or anything? Razor blades? I'm not feeling too good right now. I, I just need to be cheered up by some nice, exciting new ice cream. I don't know. I don't know what's your... Okay. Well, maybe I should just come in, huh? Yeah. Be good. Okay, I'll come in and see you, I guess. Save some of that new rock and pop and chalk and walking for me, okay? Yeah, sure. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Wow. Well, 
I guess I should just go right in there and see him, right? She didn't sound that worried that I was let go. Didn't have any razor blade ice cream, but it sounded like she had some sprinkle crankle, prinkle trankle, fluffle binkle dinkle plop. So I'm excited to try that flavor. Slurp slurp, lick lick, chomp chomp. Oh, you gotta love the Baskin Robbins. Uh, you ever get those people though? You, you, have you noticed this Baskin Robbins has this little secret service they provide? They have these little tiny pink spoons. They look like elf spoons. You know, like an elf would use. They're little tiny little pink plastic spoons. And if you've never tried a flavor, you can sample it. You can go, oh, hi, can I? I've never had that flavor. Could you give me a little sample? And the the guy will take a little plastic spoon, give you a little mini scoop, and then you can shove it in your pie hole and try it. Okay? You can eat it right there in the store. And uh, I've been in situations where you get people that I think that's all they come in for. They have no intention of buying a scoop of ice cream. They just sample everything. I've seen it. I've seen chicks and they're like, can I try that one? What's the green one with the sprinkles in it? Uh, That's the mint chocolate chip. Yes, let me try a sample of that, would you? Give me that. Oh, that's wonderful. But now what's this one over here with the yellow stripes and the little crunchy things? And Oh, that's the Rocky Road ice cream? Let me try it. Let me try the Rocky. Oh, you know, and eventually they're running out of flavors. They're trying everything. And what's that one there? It's just white. Just looks like it's white. Oh, that's the vanilla ice cream? Yeah, I've never tried that one. Give me a scoop of that one, and then I'm going to get out of here after that. Uh, Miss, you've tried 34 of our 35 flavors so far already. Yes, and give me that last one. What'd you say it was? I've never heard of it. Uh, That's a vanilla? Yeah, give me that vanilla. You know what? I'm just full. I can't eat another uh, drop. Um, You know what? I'll come in another time, and we'll do this again. Uh, Why don't you fuck off? Uh, Excuse me? That's my latest flavor? Fuck off out the door, you fat pig? Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? I mean, come on, man. Have one, maybe two, but don't don't go on a rampage. People eating like every, you know, five or six or seven. We know what you're doing, cheap ass. All right? A kitty cup of ice cream is like three bucks. Don't be such a cheap ass that you're going to go in and uh, eat the damn ice cream. Okay? Little little pink elf elf scoop by elf scoop. Weasel. Oh, God. The things we do. The things we do! Oh, yeah. We we love to eat, man. We love the food. We love the snacks. And ice cream is, is one of those uh, incredible, like, uh, you know, they're, they're one of those happy foods. Um, you know, they're kind of like whenever you're feeling down or you need a little pick-me-up, you get... What? What do you... Who's calling in? I don't have anything scheduled. No, hang up on them. I don't know. Who is it? Oh, God. 
No, no, no. No. We don't need George Michael. What does he want, Roger? What does George Michael want? Hello, Harlan. How are you today? Oh, what do you want, Michael? It's George Michael. You always just call me by one name. It's George Michael. All right, what do you want? Well, I heard you talking about ice cream, Harlan. Yeah, okay. Well, I want to talk about my new flavor. You have a new flavor of ice cream. Yes, it's like, it's it's wonderful, it's happy, it's just a lovely, lovely ice-cold treat, Harlan. Oh, boy, I can't wait to hear this. Now, don't be all down on it, look, you little twat. I made a new a new ice cream, and I'm not going to have you pull down your panties and crap all over it, Harlan. I'm not crapping all over your ice cream, it's just, I hate when you just call my show and butt in. I bet you'd like it if I butt in, you little pervert. What does that mean? Arlen, let me tell you about my new flavor of ice cream, won't you? All right, what is it? And then get out of here, George. It's George Michael, you fuckwit. Stop just using ask me name, you dumb tod. Well, okay, George Michael, relax, dude. Don't say dude to me. That's sort of, that's sort of, that's sort of saying from the United of America, okay? We, in England, we don't say dude. Well, what do you say? We say like bloke or mate or chap, you know, but we don't say dude. That's like, that's like fucking ignorant, isn't it, Arlen? No, it's not ignorant. It's like a term of, of endearment. Yeah, maybe in the United States of America, but not here in bloody merry old England, all right? And what are you saying, by the way? Unite what of something? United States of America. It's where you live, you dumbass twat. Stop calling me a dumbass twat. I can't help it if you can't pronounce the United States of America. Oh, I don't think I have any problem at all, Arlen. It's the United States of America. It's not a problem to announce it. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, well, let's get this. What's your stupid ice cream so I can get on with my show? Well, ironically enough, Arlen, I've got a new ice cream named after your country there. What? What? Yeah, it's called United of America Cinnamon Crinkle Crisp. What? What is that? The United States of America Cinnamon Crinkle Crisp. What? United States of America Cinnamon what? Cinnamon Crinkle Crisp. Crinkle Crisp? Cinnamon Crinkle Crisp. Cinnamon Crinkle Crisp. That's right, Arlen. It's bloody delicious. United States of America Cinnamon crimp, Crinkle Crisp? That's right, Arlen. You're not. Oh, God. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, well, so does your underpants. What does that even mean? How do, can my underpants sound ridiculous? Look, Arlen, if you get a call, my. You're not. Ridiculous, then you got to get right back. How's it feel, you hairy old twat? Did you just call me a hairy old twat? That's right, you're a hairy old twat. You're a washed up fucking podcaster. I'm not a washed up podcaster. How dare you? How dare you make fun of my United States of America ice cream? Oh, great. How are people going to order your ice cream, Michael? It's George Michael, you hairy twat. George Michael!
How the hell are people going to order your ice cream if they can't even announce it? What are they going to walk up high? I'd like a scoop of cinnamon. Oh, that's fucking ripe, isn't it, Arlen? Real fucking ripe. Probably like the ripe fucking stink coming right out your fucking dirty underpants. Would you get off my underpants? Oh, I'd like to get off your underpants, you dirty, airy twat. Stop with the language. I try to run a clean show. You're trying to promote your friggin' crackle crisp ice cream. It's you not it's out of America. Get it right, you fuck knob. There you go again. You're trying to promote your stupid ice cream flavor, and you're calling people fuck knob and twat and hairy arse face and all this crap. Good luck selling your ice cream. Oh, don't give me that little song and dance, Arlen. All right, look, people like George Michael. They like my fucking music. They like me. They like what I did with Wham. And they're going to love my new George Michael fucking ice cream. You know, it Oh, God. It really, you know what it sounds like? Somebody's like vomiting. Or it sounds like some, someone's got a speech impediment. Like, almost like... Like what? A little metal retarded child? Maybe, okay? The way you're... I wanna... You're not... It's the... 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 Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and be called a knob cheese on my own podcast. Look, why don't you just do your job, promote me new fucking ice cream flavor, and lose the fucking Yankee Doodle Dandy attitude, Arlen. Wait a minute. I didn't plan this phone call. I wasn't scheduled to promote your ice cream. You're not a sponsor to this show. You just called up out of the blue, out of merry old England, and you announced willy-nilly that you've got a brand new ice cream flavor. Wait a minute, what did you just say there? A brand new I... No, before that, what were you, something wi- Willie Nelson or something? I said Willie Nilly. Oh my God, I fucking love it, Arlen. What are you talking about? A new flavor of ice cream, Willie Nilly. Oh my God, what you do is you get some of Willie Nelson's teeth and you get his air and you mix it in with some... Fresh dairy cream and little pieces of cherry, and you got a new ice cream flavor called Willy Nilly. Oh my God, you, you are you are retarded. Willie Nelson's teeth, Willie Nelson's hair, and will you get out of here? Wait a minute, Arlen. Maybe we can partner up on it. Get out of here. Don't ever call here again. Look, Arlen, I'm serious about this, Arlen. I want to make some ice cream with you. I bet you want to make some cream with me. What the hell does that mean, you Eric? Get him off! Unbelievable, Roger. Can you please do a better job screening the calls? I'm sorry, Harlan. Thank you. Okay, ass munch. Believable. The United States of America cinnamon crispy crackles or some bull roar. I apologize for that. What a way to end the show, but what can I do? What a nutbag. I mean, what do I do? The guy just calls in randomly. He has the number here. Roger lets him through. Thanks, Roger. 
So I apologize, and, uh, you know, every now and then we have to tolerate this crap, but, uh, you know, I I try to get through it as delicately, as quickly as I can. (sighs) So there you go. Um, uh, So let's let's get to some announcements, and then we'll bail out of here. God, just to end on that, it's just such a downer. Um, anyhow, uh, announcements. Don't forget tomorrow night, December 1st, yours truly will be appearing on the Conan O'Brien show with Conan. And, uh, you know, we always have a good time. People seem to enjoy it. I certainly enjoy it. He seems to enjoy it. And, uh, we get a little crazy together. So, uh, you know, check it out. And if you've never seen me on Conan, go on YouTube. There's about 400 episodes. Um, and we just have a good old time. So, uh, tune in for that. If you're, uh, if you're able to tomorrow night, Conan O'Brien, I think he's on TBS and, uh, we are going to have some fun and then don't forget, uh, mid December, uh, we are talking December 12th. We will be unleashing our new latest episode of the cock, the ass, and the pussy. Now, don't be offended. It's an animated series that I'm doing with a couple of friends. The cock, the ass, and the pussy is a story about a rooster, the cock, an ass is a donkey, and the pussy is a cat. And they're these three guys that uh, live in Hollywood in a rundown apartment. They have a garage band called Bullshirt. And... They're just kind of living the American sex, drugs, and rock and roll dream, man. They, they have dreams of being rock stars, and they're, they're hanging out, and they're doing road gigs. And uh, check out the latest animated episode. Um, and uh, that'll be on uh, YouTube.com backslash Cap Cartoon. But it won't be uh, available until uh, December 12th. Little Christmas present for the uh, Pavement Pounders. And uh, I, th- I think you'll get a laugh out of it. I think it's our, our best episode yet. It's our third episode. If you want to catch up on the first two, uh, like I said, go to YouTube.com backslash Cap Cartoon and get familiar with uh, the characters because December 12th, the new episode of The Cock. The ass and the pussy <laughs> coming to you. So get ready. Um, and then uh, don't forget, uh, December 15th, 16th, and 17th, my last gig of the year uh, in Indianapolis at Crackers Broad Ripple. Uh, if you're in the region, come on out and have some holiday laughs. And it's going to be a good time. So there you go. Uh, Don't forget to check out uh, HarlanWilliams.com. Make sure you get your orders in from our store. Uh, Before the uh, the 13th is our last day of mail-outs. December 13th is the last day of mailing merchandise so that you get it on time. Uh, Anything after that, we can't promise it will get there by Christmas. Um, and, uh, if you want to leave a message, 888-500-2090 is my voicemail, harlowwilliams.com if you want to email me. And, uh, thanks for riding along. Our apologies for George Michael. 
And uh, until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, that's fucking right, isn't it, Arlen?